Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody. So here we go with another round of Parenting by the Pint. Well, yes. I like that saying. Another round. Another round. Ra- oh, that's perfect. I like it. All right. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so here we are. And today we are going to enjoy two beers from a brewery in Plainfield, Illinois mm-hmm. called Workforce Brewing. Yes. And we're going to chat about a topic that... I guess seemed relevant a year ago when mm. we discovered that people weren't properly washing their hands, and now hopefully <laughs> they are. Um, but we're going to go beyond that and share a lot about hygiene mm. with our kids, which is going to be awesome. That's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so All right. what are we having first? All right. Well, we're going to drink Buffering, which is an NEIPA um, from Workforce. So let's... Crack this one open, and we can talk about workforce for a minute. I like that the art on the can is, like, pixelated. Right? Like, like it's buffering. Like exactly. it's buffering. totally accurate. Yeah. I like that. But it hasn't <laughs> loaded yet. The landscape yep. that they put on this can it is not yet incredibly loaded. appropriate for the times. So, right. Um, yeah, so workforce is not far from us, but I've actually never been there. So i got to add that to my list of oh, places cool. to cool physically place. go to. To me, it looks like a kind of classic beer hall. Mm-hmm. It's, like, long tables inside although i guess i don't know what it looks like now true yeah. i haven't been there in well over a year yeah um they have a decent outside area and right down the way in the same building is like a distillery yep um yeah. and right yeah yes right right there there's also like a coffee shop not too yes. far um yeah so workforce <clears throat> is owned by Brandon and Amanda Wright. Brandon's also a brewer. Um, it all really stemmed from uh, home brewing, like everyone mm. else in the right. you know craft brew industry does. Um, but Brandon and his friend actually, back in 2010, opened a hops farm. So Northbound oh. Hop Farms in uh, Aurora, I believe, is what they opened. Okay. And that's kind of where their like, passion for doing this started he actually has an exclusive um distribution contract with somebody out of michigan a hops farm but so they didn't open workforce first they opened chicago brewers brewing supply first oh yeah so that was where they started so they're a complete brewing supply they ship nationwide Mm -hmm. um they're some of the the largest variety of hops in uh in the midwest so that that's where they really started um so then in 2014 they actually started um 
brewing beer. Um, and that's when Workforce really started. So okay. it was Workforce brewing out of Chicago Brew Works Brewing Supply. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's a, a big, big, lots of words. Um, but their whole goal was to produce unique batches, um, experimental hops. You know, Brandon has the background in hops and different yeast strains. They even teamed up with um, Omega Yeast Labs out of Chicago to test new hybrid yeast strains and things like that. So very cool. much into like the how-to and the raw materials of of brewing. Um, so the place you're talking about was opened in 2017, and it's actually a former CrossFit location. No way. <laughs> yeah, 10,000 square feet, Plainfield CrossFit closed, and it became a tap room. That's so funny. <laughs> right? I felt like it's it totally It is a big open space, so yep, that's, I can see that. That is what it was originally, so... Um, yeah, so that's that's and they've they've been doing good. Um, you know, when they first opened, they did like a hundred barrels in 2014. They got mm-hmm. it up to like 500 within two years, and they've wow. just been going up and up from there. They've got a you know a barrel age program now that they didn't have when they started. Um, so yeah, so they're doing awesome, and they started out just like, hey, we want to open a a homebrew supply store, and now we're brewing and distributing. You know, so good for them. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Pretty cool. I looked at some. I looked at their website for stuff for my keyser oh, okay. and i would have gotten things from them but there's actually a brew supply store in bolingbrook oh, called brew yeah. and grow and it is like almost walking distance oh, wow. from yeah. my house not literally but like pretty darn not close. that far away yeah. and so kind of just worked out it was really easy for me to pick up um yeah and go in there and just kind of and they have a pretty good collection and i was looking for like you know, beer line supplies and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you're not, not looking like, for malt and hops. And exactly. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. So I think yeah. were I looking for things like that, yeah. I probably would have expanded my search and kind of yeah. looked for something in particular. But because I was just looking for rubber washers <laughs> and and yeah. tubing, it wasn't really like, oh, my goodness, I better go to... You can, you're looking for industrial supplies, not actual brewing, brewing specific yes. supplies. But yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, you know, you know, the brewing supply turned actual brewing company tap room. Um, yeah. You know, when they first started, they probably didn't expect to be as big as they are now and be, you know, doing these things and, you know, have a 10,000 square foot tap room with, you know, two doors or a few doors down from their brewing supply company. So yeah. they, they still own both. And, you nice. know, um, so yeah, so good for them. And uh, I'll have to check out the tap room at some point in yeah. the very near future. Definitely. So, Definitely. all right, let, let's uh, drink Buffering. Buffering, a New England IPA. Mm-hmm. Hmm. We've talked about this before, but you can definitely like IPAs just have they have a very distinct aroma to them. Well, and you can just tell like, well, this is exactly what you're saying, but you can just tell what you're about to drink based on the smell yes. almost entirely. Yes. Someone mm-hmm. can hand you a beer and say, try this IPA mm-hmm. and be that general with you, even probably even more so and just mm-hmm. say, here, have a beer. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And you can be like, oh, oh this is a West Coast yeah, IPA. For or sure. This it's is, very This is a New England IPA yeah. or this is a double IPA or, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. No, this is tasty. I've never had this one, actually. Um, you know, I think in the scheme of New England IPAs where you get a lot of that really like juicy flavor, this seems a little mild, yeah. but I think in a good way. Um I think it's just an 
the flavors are melded together really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it isn't, no one thing is overpowering, which occasionally happens with a New England IPA, yeah. in my opinion. Sometimes something is just really stands out. Yeah, it's not too, uh, what I noticed about it when I first took a sip was it's not overpowering. It's not right. too strong. Um, it's definitely <laughs> that me. style, but, um, you know, it's a very drinkable, almost a little lighter than some of the other NEIPAs yeah. that I've had yeah. recently. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good representation of the style for sure. Definitely. Especially, I mean, aroma. Mm-hmm. When I initially smelled it, I was the like, aroma oh, is yeah, like, this is, this is dead a classic, on. Yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but when you get the flavor, it, it it's mellow. Yeah. It's smooth. It doesn't have maybe quite as much bite as other NEIPAs that we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that. It doesn't have the the kind of bitter hoppiness of yeah. some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, which almost makes it a little bit more drinkable for me. Definitely. Because some, I, uh, I some NEIPAs so. have a little bit more of an aftertaste to them, too. Yeah. And I feel like this one really doesn't. No. If, if anything, it has really kind of a creamy aftertaste yeah, which... rather than like that sharp right. flavor that yeah. you get. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's you can good. tell that we drink a fair number of New England IPAs because we have like actual words to use to describe. As opposed to, this we... smells good. Yeah. Or... Mm, vanilla, which is something we never say. Um... Yeah, nope, never. <laughs> I did think of that as an episode idea, by the way, where we should drink like like a bunch vanilla of vanilla forward things beers where that's like the only adjunct in the beer and then be like oh this is what vanilla tastes like so that we can figure all it right out. Maybe, maybe all right we'll add that to the a list. learning experience it's if like, you will we need yes we may need to do that but yeah no this is uh i do actually drink a lot of new england ipas it's a uh, pretty standard thing for me to, to to go to but yeah you're right i feel like this one is a little bit more mellow i, I really like the the end to this the finish yeah, yeah. i really like i i, I like too. the finish more than some others you know yeah. and while thinking about new england ipas i have to say that it's probably the thing i try out more mm-hmm. than other things like if i go to a new brewery mm-hmm. or i go to a restaurant that has like a pretty good tap list yeah there are a lot of occasions where I'll be going down the list and I'll hit yeah. an any IPA and I'll be like, oh, I like any. Because yeah. in general, I like this beer style. Yes. I very often enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very rarely disappointed. So yeah. I'm like, okay, let's try this one. Yeah. So I think in a lot of ways, this beer style is something that I've probably branched out and tried at a wider variety of places yeah. than maybe other beer styles. That's fair. Yeah. You know, there's... depending on the place but yeah you know i feel like it's a not a safe but it is a relatively safe thing to try because you know some especially if i don't know anything about the brewery right i've never been there or i'm at a restaurant you know i was out in north carolina last weekend i don't know most things out there and Mm -hmm. i see a they have a lot of very local breweries so like they're not distributed anywhere anywhere i'll never see them but like there's a handful that I'm like, I don't really want to try a stout if I don't know it's worth trying the stout because some of them just fall flat. Yeah, and so in, that to in me is no more pun of a intended, riskier. but actually fall flat. Yeah, like. right. <laughs> yeah, so to me that's a little bit riskier if it's, I agree. if I've never if I don't know the brewery if I don't know anything about it so I'm going in blind so I don't really lean that way too much. IPA is an IPA like, but I feel like in any IPA if they have one gives a little bit more um, just 
kind of how, what the at brewery is about, like how well they do something, how well they make that beer. Because I don't know, like a regular IPA, I kind of feel like lots of people do different variations of that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this, you know what it's supposed it to taste takes like. It kind of the next step, yeah. and, you know, creatively and mm-hmm. in, in flavor and style that you kind of get to. Yeah, a little bit different. Branch you know? out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're right to say that in some ways any IPAs are, are kind of a safe bet. Um, I have had any IPAs that I wasn't very impressed by, mm-hmm. but I didn't think they were bad sure. or unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, with stouts, like... I've had some bad ones. <laughs> I've had some rather disappointing yeah. stouts. And kind of the worst thing about that is that when you order a stout out, it's usually the most expensive beer mm-hmm. on the menu. Or ABV, it's it's fairly be, often yeah, the case. Often. Yeah, and, and I uh, almost feel like then you're almost ruining your palate. Like, you can start out a little bit lighter and absolutely. end heavier. But, like, if I'm starting with a stout and it's heavy and, like, you're drinking it and you're like, okay, this isn't good, then you're kind of, like, stuck almost. Then you're like, you're I'm like, done gotta, here. Right. Like, I don't want to rewind. You don't even know and, if you want to yeah. drink anything else. I think that's true. <laughs> so, I always muscle through, but. Fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think uh, you're, I think I'm similar to you in that, in that if I'm seeing something on a tap list and it's an any IPA, it will often order that unless they have like something that they're like this is what we're known for sure um or or for example like milkshake ipas Mm -hmm. a lot of times curiosity will kind of dictate something super unique yeah yeah because there's some weird stuff out there orange milkshake ipas but if somebody out there is making some like kiwi milkshake ipa yeah Yeah, suggestion (laughs) um i'm yeah. I'm into that idea, and yeah. I'm probably going to order that beer. That's fair. Yeah, if it's something that's unique that I haven't had that variety of, definitely I would. But, you know, if that's if I'm in an experimental mood, too. If I'm, like, just out for a couple beers and I'm just, you know, it's been a long day and I just want to have right. a beer, then this is something that I would definitely order. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yes, buffering. Right. I would definitely order mm-hmm. this. So let's right. talk about hygiene. Let's talk about oh. it. For yeah. me, um, I don't remember being one of those kids that really kind of fought like bath time no. or like. Yeah, I don't think I was either. Like, yeah. I never remember like fighting that. And thankfully, my children generally don't fight it. Even my oldest, who's autistic, we, get, we help him in the shower because. Otherwise, he'd just sit there in the water and not actually do mm-hmm. anything. So we're like, all right. So you were like, wash this part of your body, wash this part of your body, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he, you know, he doesn't dislike the water. Thank God. Some kids just hate it. Yeah. So we we've been lucky in that. Um, my daughter takes about four years in the shower. Like Oof. literally, she is the slowest person to wash she's actually slow at a lot of things like she's a very smart kid but like she eats like a snail's pace she's <laughs> always like a half an hour after everybody's done still sitting at the table oh, man. like she does the same thing in the shower and I, i'm like what are you doing in there like she has her hair cut short because she doesn't like it long so it's not that she's like running conditioner i mean she is but like it should be quick so i don't know like one time i'm just gonna have to poke my head and be like what what are you doing like why is this yeah taking why is so long? what's the status of this and then bathing? the other thing is that sometimes it's not even good because like the back of her hair is not even wet and i'm like oh, okay that right. is we, something we talk, we talk little girl about. like 
So my kids are kind of the opposite. They fight bathing like mm. I'm trying to light them on fire. Oh, I don't know what it is about taking baths or showers. It's not yeah. one or the other. It's sure. not like, oh, I don't want to take a shower. I want to take a bath. Sure. Fine. It's, Whatever. It's neither. I don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't care. Just, Just get, get in soap the water. on your body yes. and rinse it off. I don't care. Get wet. Yes. Fake it. How you I do don't it. care. Yeah. Just please stop. Making yeah. me fight you about it. It is non-stop. Oh. My uh, nine-year-old, we have begun trying to get him into the routine of showering every single day. Mm, okay. um, traditionally, we're like every other day. We've yeah. always sort of been every other day At with our kids. At this point, we are ev- about every other day. Um I will say we probably slacked when we were full remote and at home oh, and not leaving well, the house I mean, because we're like, well, you didn't do anything today. Or so, if uh, you swam in the pool. Right. I oh, mean, that counts. Fine. That totally counts. Yeah. In the I summertime, mean, over the summer. Yeah. In the summer, the, the pool counts to us. So yeah, we're not going to worry about that. In the summer, that. when I was home with them, it was always like three days in a row and we would swim all three yeah. days. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, yeah we're not that, bathing totally in this time. I mean, yeah. I'll put you in the tub of the shower. Like, we'll, there'll be a day where you yes, do that, but not these days. No, no, not these days. No. Not these days. I will say, though, that my youngest is playing lacrosse now, and Mm -hmm. he has practices twice a week. And he's going to be seven, and I swear we're going to need to buy, like, deodorant soon for him. Because he sweats through two shirts during practice. So, like, and as soon as he gets home, he gets in the shower. Like, there's no... And he's fine with that. Like, no questions asked. But I'm like... What age do you buy deodorant? Apparently seven for us because he literally, I mean, we actually have to like send two shirts with him to practice because he'll sweat through one. Like, yeah. So my nine year old is because he has like long hair now, he Mm. definitely sweats more if he gets going and like it's warm out and stuff like that. Um, I've never really noticed him like, smelling you know like body odor so i don't know that he's at that stage yet but i can tell that he is like starts to overheat once in a while gets really warm uh if he's been running for Mm -hmm. a while um but when it comes to getting him to shower every day so the tradition Mm. that we tried are trying i don't know whatever (laughs) is in the morning okay so wake up you know, if you haven't gotten in the shower, you have to be done by 8.20. So because oh, yeah. you have to be at school, school by yeah. 9 o'clock. So the for us, the threshold for everyone being ready is 8.20. Okay. Because we live right down the road for the school. So, you, you know, we don't have to leave early or anything. Right. But you need to but be there on time. Yeah. It gives you that mm-hmm. period of time to, oh, you didn't finish eating your breakfast. Or yep. you didn't eat breakfast yet because I got up late yeah, and I didn't help something. you kind of get moving or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or we got to get your lunch in your backpack, or we mm-hmm. got to, you know, the little odds. There's always ends. something, yeah. The 20 minutes is what yeah. we need for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but so the goal is for him to shower in the morning before about 8:20. It usually happens. It's, it's pretty consistent, especially yeah. during the week. Okay. On the weekends, we're mm-hmm. a little more hit or miss. Sometimes they'll be, and I'll admit this is on my watch because my husband would never, never <laughs> deviate, never break from the routine. Yeah. No, but I, you know, depending on what we did, mm-hmm. the, you know, eh, you can I get skip it. this morning, man. Come yeah, on, no, I get it. I haven't even Especially showered Especially like a Sunday yet. morning. You're like, I'm going to That was lazy. exactly like, our current yeah. Sunday morning. Yeah. Like, it was just like, he was like, can I skip my shower this morning? And I was kind of like, 
I mean, Whatever. I did. So. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, I haven't even showered yet. I'm not going to shower till after I eat lunch. Yeah. So, and that's I mean, only because I, you know, feel like a cleanness would be nice after, yes. like, organizing children's toys for an yes, entire morning. Agreed. We, um, we do the opposite. We usually take showers at night. But even me and my husband have always been like that. Oh, really? Like, we shower okay. before we go to bed instead of when we wake up in the morning. Okay. We hate mornings, though. Like, we are so not morning yeah. people. Like, That's fair. Um, so we're super night owls. And our kids, I mean, they go to bed at a reasonable hour. But we usually when they shower, it's before bed. So, yeah. I mean... Yeah. I shower in the morning, but to be honest with you, it's probably a tradition I wish I would change tonight's, um, because I think it would help me sleep. I think that it would be more it's productive. It's nice to feel clean. And I don't know. It, Maybe it's, it's in my soothing. head, but I then think it's, it's a like, comfort, you know? Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of times where I wake up in the morning and I get out of the shower and I get out of the shower mm-hmm. and I lay back down right? in my bed, yeah. you know, because my bathroom is in my, I have a master yeah. bathroom yeah, and too. Yeah. I just will lay down ah. in my bed. Remember Il- Il- our friend Ileana in college would wake up at the crack of freaking dawn at like five o'clock in the morning, shower, and then go back to sleep. What? Yeah. That's crazy. She totally did that. That's insane. <laughs> so although my kids fight bathing, mm-hmm. they're not, bad at it i mean okay. you know they could really phone it in although my nine-year-old who does have long hair also mm. occasionally has a dry what? top of right? his head like, he has these weird things about water though when he um, was like 18 months old we had him in a swim class mm-hmm. and they it was that kind of swim class where eventually you like dunk them under yep. the water mm-hmm. And he was pretty messed up from that oh, like bummer. we didn't that didn't go well for gotcha. us he like wouldn't put his Face head, head in the water in, in any capacity for like a very long oh, time wow. okay this last summer when we had the pool mm-hmm. was really the first time where he would just naturally do it okay. i mean there were he would go underwater before and we've yeah. done swim lessons with him when he mm-hmm. was a little bit older you yeah. know more little kid not baby right right um and he's gone under the water but mm-hmm. not like just just anytime. like dipping your head under, but or like going. Now yeah. he'll like okay. swim in a pool very comfortably and go under if if he feels like that's what he wants to do. Sure. It doesn't. Well, it's natural to him. Okay. But it doesn't always carry over to the bathing. Huh. Like I'll be like, "Why didn't you get the top of your head wet?" And he'll be like, "Well, I didn't want to get water in my eyes." And I'm like, "You know, you can't drown in the shower, right?" right? Yeah. Like. <laughs> There's no water on the floor. What There's is, no. Yeah. What are you worried about getting water in your eyes for? And yeah. he's just like, well, I don't want, you know, I don't want to hurt my eyes or whatever. It's just water. It's water. Yeah. Like it doesn't even. We haven't even reached the, the, soap, the soap part. part it's yet. just wet. It's just. It's just. Yeah, we damp, need to start somewhere. Dampen, yes. You know. <laughs> <sighs> he's just i don't know man he's just got weird things with yeah, like getting every... his head wet it's like a turtle doesn't want to be on his back my son does not <laughs> want his hair to be wet i don't know why uh, i yeah, don't know eventually, eventually so yeah but that's really his only his only like, like thing up. that he really okay. fights is kind of like so bad. the shower and doing it every day mm-hmm. it's not that he doesn't get clean it's that he doesn't want to do it every day i get it as they get older they need to do that more we're we're getting to that points that we probably need to do it close to every day i mean we're, we're, yeah we're. i mean my seven-year-old 
does a great job. He's mm-hmm. very hygienic in mm-hmm. general. I mean, yeah, I talked about him yeah. with the hand washing where his hands are all cracked and dry. Because he's and constantly he washing. he keeps yeah. his face clean and he keeps his hands clean. And so he's he's unusually concerned about that for a child. For Most age. children don't care yeah. about stuff like that yeah. at all. But he, if you were like, oh, you have some dirt on your arm, he would go into the washroom and he would wash himself. Oh, wow. My like, children would not do no, that no. at all. My uh, nine-year-old would ask me why I was yelling at him if I observed that he had dirt on his arm because I was criticizing him. Uh, and I'm like, maybe I put no, it there no, on purpose. I maybe. just noticed it. <laughs> I would let you know in case you were unaware. Please forgive me for making observations. <laughs> I will avoid that mistake in the future. Oh. But my seven year old does not like to cut his nails. Oh. Fingernails. Okay are borderline toenails it's like it's like i'm setting him on fire it's the same idea as the older one with the bathing like he i (laughs) i thought that if i had him do it himself Mm -hmm. it would be better okay and he is just like i don't know what it is about it he is just like terrified at the idea it's fear it's not that he doesn't think it matters or that he doesn't take care of himself that's not it because he cares about everything else Huh. He just won't let, he just does not want, and I'll be really patient with him and kind of wait a little bit, but like, yeah. you still got to do it. You like, got to do not, it, man. Yeah. It's got to happen. It doesn't have to happen every day. No. It doesn't even really have to happen every week. No, but it, but there has it to, still has to it happen. It has to happen yeah. every so often. Things get too long and they need to be trained. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. My kids, uh, I feel like there's always, we keep our kids' nails pretty short because I I constantly feel like they're digging in something. Like, well, and then they have dirty so, fingernails. Yes, and which I, I, it drives I don't me like. crazy. It's gross. So we, we, we keep them... Well, my daughter, we don't. But the boys, we keep them pretty short because they're constantly digging through things or something and whatever. And they've never really fought me on it. Even my oldest, again, knock That's on great, wood, man. Good just kind of sits and doesn't... They're ticklish, so their feet are very ticklish, so they, like, laugh and squirm, but, I mean, I can handle that comparatively well, sure. to, like... But, I mean, you know... Um, but, yeah, they, they're they fine with that. The thing that they suck at is brushing their teeth. Oh, man. We just went to the dentist. My Oof. daughter has a cavity in, like, her front tooth. So she's not brushing her gum line yeah. at all. And, like, they're just not good at it. Like, no matter no. what we do, like, they're just, they're not. And my, my oldest... nine-year-old is not good at it. He has uh, at least two cavities. He had at least two. Yeah. Um, and we haven't gone in a long yeah. time. And I'm just like, I mean, we started doing this thing where I brushed my teeth mm-hmm. with them oh, and would talk so about where, how okay, we're brushing, so this I would, is what before we're Before I put the toothbrush in my mouth, you know, before I stop right, you talking, can't really talk. Oh, I'd yeah. be like, okay, the key is all sides. And front and back. Yes. You got to get every side of your tooth, yep. not just the front of your tooth, yep. not just Tops, the back, bottoms, not the front, bottom. Backs, everywhere. You got to get all everywhere. All sides. Yeah. And I would be like, so mm-hmm. I'm going to do the back first, mm-hmm. and you're going to see me do one side, and then the top mm-hmm. of the bottom tooth, and mm-hmm. then the other back side. The, yep. And then I'm going to do that on the top, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to do the other <laughs> side, and then I'm going to move to the front. <laughs> and I'm like doing the whole thing. And I'm like, once you've done all of that, that's great. Wouldn't hurt to do it all one more time. Yep. <laughs> Once is great, 
twice as perfect. Yeah, twice that as would better. be great. And yeah. they're okay at it. I think my nine-year-old is better than he mm-hmm. used to be, but I won't say he's doing. I mean, I, like yeah. I said, we haven't gone in a long time, so we it's hard for me to say if it's getting worse. Week. Yeah, my oldest. Okay, so again, my kid, my kid has autism, and. He does not like, like, I could hear him screaming from, like, the, because he does not want, he just doesn't like anyone in his mouth. Even when he was at, like, the pediatrician, though, when he was a kid, he broke three tongue depressors to not, they were trying to pry his mouth open just to see it. So, like, he, he is not, and dude's 100 pounds, and he's, like, four foot ten, like, so it's not like he's little, he's, he's eight but yeah i'm not gonna lie i was also that kid i actually (laughs) negotiated with my pediatrician to not use the tongue depressor on me when Mm. it would normally be necessary Mm -hmm. uh i would come in and i would point Mm -hmm. and i would say no stick today (laughs) and he would go no stick and then i would open my mouth and let him and yes. he'd be like, gotta open wider yeah. and stuff. And we would, yeah. we would have this little Back and forth. banter. And I was like, there's no way you're going to get that thing in my mouth. So we're going to make it happen. Like without it. Yeah. Yeah. And I fought, I bit my hygienist a lot when I was uh, a kid. Um, yeah. They, um, <laughs> I forgot about that until see, you told look. this story. Yeah. He actually has four cavities. So oh, we are actually going to put him under to do yeah, it because yeah. there's zero chance. Well, this is like us. with my kid when he had yeah. the abscess in his tonsils. Yeah. Adults, they just do that in the office. Right. They well, that's um, an abscess. But. Yeah. Well, that's like the tubes. Like, so my kid had tubes in his ears a little, like a year before I had tubes in my ears. He was knocked out at like with an IV at the hospital. I just had to sit real still in a chair. Like, right. You're like, all right, don't move. And I'm like, really? This is okay. And, we're doing this. Yeah. We're going to numb you a little bit. I was like, Okay. A like, little bit? A little bit. So it's probably going to hurt and feel weird, but I'm just supposed to sit here. Okay. To be honest with you, I would rather be knocked out. Right? The abscess thing, I remember when the surgeon was explaining it to me, mm-hmm. he was like, it's really a mercy that we knock kids out to do this because there's no way you could hold them into no. a position where you could you could do, do this. this procedure while they're awake. Yeah. And I was like, I just... I know Why, it's not yeah. up to you, but like if this ever happens to me, I wanna be can I reserve out. the yeah. emergency surgery yeah. suite? Like, how do we get this? Yeah, I don't want to do this wake. I don't want to. No. I don't know none of this. I don't this. think that you could get me to do right? it awake. Yeah, but yeah. So, um, brushing teeth for us is yeah is a struggle. Luckily, our kids are pretty good at most other things, but. Yeah. I don't, they just, we really need I to don't, work on Yeah. Really well, you know, to. we all have that, man. And I, it, it doesn't matter how many times you tell them that they got to spend the rest of their lives with those teeth. Yeah, it's no, like, it cares. doesn't mean anything. It doesn't register. Yeah. Totally I don't know not. exactly what the answer is there. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, my brother and I were both pretty lucky and I think like genetically have mm-hmm. pretty good teeth. Yeah. So I didn't have cavities growing up really at all. Yeah. Um, I had a few, but, but not like often you know right. what i mean like it wasn't yeah. but but aside from some random quirk, you know quirk yeah. like that it's really i don't know they just have to maybe the agony the of getting a people. cavity filled would like right yeah get them <laughs> i hate to say oh, that because yeah, yeah. maybe maybe my daughter will, will my, my um my twin boy um 
is he's fine. He brushes teeth. He has no cavities. Oh, good. So I don't I, I don't know. Well, well, hopefully, maybe that is. Maybe it's like, all right, you need this. You need to know what happens, the consequences to okay. your actions. Yeah. And maybe we'll we'll do this. My oldest, he doesn't have any concept well, no, of it. And so that's not fair and we buy him like course. a special like triangle brush so that it gets both sides of the tooth and the top. So Kinda you only at the have same yes, time. all at the same time. So like we brush his teeth. But still, it's like, it's, it's, the, his cavities are all in between his teeth. There yeah. is zero chance of me ever flossing his teeth. Like, oh, zero no. chance. So if food's caught between his teeth, he's going to get cavities because I'm never going to get a piece of floss in his mouth. Right. There is never going to happen. He will bite. He will something right. like, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to do the best we can. So now I have to call and make some cavity appointments. Yeah. Ugh, <laughs> that sounds terrible. I'm so it sorry. It really does sound I terrible. do make my husband handle the dental related things mm. because, because I was so blessed to have like very calm upbringing with mm-hmm. like tooth issues. I've never had a cavity or any sort of mm, like okay. dental procedure other than braces. Sure. Yeah, um, I did too. But other than that, so I don't handle going there very well. I, I go to the dentist as an adult, and I will get myself taken care of. Mm-hmm. I took my now seven-year-old when he needed to go before kindergarten. Yeah, because they had to. And I was present, and I watched her, like, do the examination and everything, and I almost vomited. I was like, I can't be our, here for this. Our again. pediatric um, dentist does not have the parents go back because they yeah. say that the kids are actually more nervous. Like, I'm sure if I pushed that they would, but yeah, no, they said I it's actually worse to have the parents there often yeah. than to just not. Um, so I'm fine with it. I think they're 50-50. I think mm-hmm. perhaps because it was his first appointment. That might be. Yeah. For like, the first. But I think my older son, the times that he has gone have been by himself yeah. when his father has taken him. Gotcha. He's just yeah. gone back. And... Yeah. I think the first time that they were there, I went yeah, with them. Yeah, maybe. So that, that, that was probably why I was with the yeah. little one. I guess if I just have to sit in the waiting room on my phone, I could do that. Yeah, right? That's not so you know, That's probably almost like a tiny little vacation. <laughs> I mean, considering. <laughs> At the dentist. <laughs> that My favorite place in the world to be. <laughs> that doesn't sound Where like I've fun bitten at many. All. <laughs> bitten many. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that, right. I think, kind of knocks out the hygiene. So now everybody who's listening knows exactly how to make their children <laughs> clean, well kept. Uh, contributing members to society, right? I mean, we I mean, covered yeah. that. That's the goal. That's the goal to give them good, uh, good practices, good habits, and all of that. You know. I mean, you know, I stuff. think that, like, for me, like I said, like with toothbrushing, it's just like demonstrating mm-hmm. and occasionally reminding them that there are consequences. <laughs> it's always well, it's mean, either bribery or consequences. Right? It's one or the other. Well, generally even, speaking, even my older child, like with the showering thing, we're just like, dude, we don't want you to be like the smelly kid at school you don't want to like nobody smell wants at that school yeah. and he's he gets that yeah and so he responds to that yeah the twins do so that helps yeah you know? though my daughter i don't know how she sleeps or what she does but every morning she has like a rat's nest in the back of her head i have no idea how it's even possible what? she has like every shoulder morning? length hair i don't know if she like violently like is she like, like thrashing right? around i have no idea but her hair like literally right in the back so she can't see it so even if she looks in the mirror she can't see it i'm like you have to brush your hair you've got like a nest growing in your head oh geez. i have no idea why it's i like it's i want to like put a camera on her and just like watch what she does to be like how does this happen right like what? seriously what's going on here yeah so that's something we need to work on too but 
Agreed. They'll get there. They're going to be seven next well, month-ish. Yeah. So we're we're working on it. Trying and instilling good habits in them at this age so that they won't be the dirty, smelly kid when they get older. It's a good plan. <laughs> the one thing I don't want to have the conversation of, and I'm sure I'm going to have to have it sooner rather than later, is shaving. Because mm. even my daughter, who has very dark hair, already has hair on her legs. Yeah. And she's yeah, both my not boy- even I mean, seven. boys, but yeah. both my boys... They're definitely yeah. got some fuzz there. Yeah. 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 She legitimately has. And I remember being in like fifth grade and girls, some girls, not all girls, were already shaving. Yeah. And like it was visible and like kids are meaner now than they even were when we yeah. were that age. So I'm like, I'm going to have to have these conversations earlier rather than later. So yeah, I'm yeah. not looking forward to any I'm of that. I'm kind of, this would be one of those moments where I'm going to tell you I'm kind of glad, glad I don't, I don't have, have a, girl. a girl. Yeah, no. I mean, that's... there are probably going to be times where I'm going to be like looking at my wedding dress and knowing that I'm never yeah. going to like have my daughter try it on or like yeah, the necklace something. that I inherited sure. from relatives yeah. that has special meaning. So mm-hmm. let's not even say a wedding dress. Sure, but something this. that you could pass but, yeah, down to Yeah, I don't girl. really get yeah. to do that. Um Although I do have a niece, a wonderful niece, so, so I mean, maybe. many of those things that yeah. if I felt like you had, she, to, you know, to... I wanted to pass something on, sure, I sure. could definitely. I have given her. She's fifteen, and she's t- much taller than her mother. She's really more shaped like me, and I've already <laughs> given her like, like dresses and things yeah. that I've bought over the years well, that good. I just don't really wear anymore. Yeah. Um, and you know, so I guess I could do that, but yeah, I don't envy the like. The, yeah. like, shaving period The, talks. like, puberty hitting <laughs> yeah. that with the little girl. We have it, like, we, it sucks to be a girl at that yeah, age. Yeah, it's kind of terrible. So, I mean, I'm still waiting for it to get good. Yeah, no, no. When yeah. does it get There's good? so many, I don't it's know. It's not too bad now. I will say, I think, in general, it's better once you've kind of gotten over the hump of, like, all the awkwardness yes. and all the, like, learning about new things. Yes. Um, <laughs> then it's sort of just, like, dealing with stuff that maybe goes on for a while, but, like, yeah that's not so bad we've acclimated at this point so now we're just living our lives but yeah between the age of like 10 and like 16 like it really sucks not great right so not looking forward to all that but let's drink you know what helps (laughs) drinking yeah when you're thinking about how crappy that was Alrighty, we are drinking one of their Sleepy Bear, which is their um, bourbon barrel age. They've had a bunch of different ones. So yeah, they had I'm like sure a chocolate eclair recently, which was pretty good. Okay. Um, they've had they've had quite a few different ones over the years. Okay. Um, they had like a German mm. chocolate cake. Oh yeah, they I had one that. I didn't love. It was Brambleberry cheesecake. Huh. It was a strange combination, I thought. But, you know, I mean, they had, like, a salted caramel, and then they just have, like, their, you know, regular OG Sleepy, sleepy bear. bear. So we are doing the, what are we drinking? Mint, the mint chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. So take a whiff of this. Holy cow. Getting some mint there, my friend? This is what we should have had with our Thin Mints. Agreed. Right? Yeah. That, that actually smells a like a Thin Mint. Missed opportunity, quite possibly. This Although maybe it would have confused yeah, your palate fair, a little. Fair, too many it's too common similar. denominators. It honestly smells kind of like a thin room. It does. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead. This one will be in the book, you guys. Mm-hmm. This goes with eating thin mints and hiding in the closet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Let's have some. Oh, mint. So I haven't had a lot of mint beers, but the couple that I've had... 
I felt like the mint didn't really come through. Really? Yeah. So generally, I it's have like had the opposite experience okay. where it is just like I felt like my eyes watered. Oh, okay. So this is not overpowering. No, no, no. At all. Mm-hmm. But, may, you know, and obviously different different places, different adjuncts, different whatever. And I, I think I've only had like two mint beers like in my lifetime. So it's not like I've, I'm not seasoned in the mint sure. beer No, well, game. they're not very easy to find. <laughs> yeah. There's really only a couple that exist in the world. Like yeah. not literally. I mean, obviously, sure, how do I know? But it's much rarer like, than People don't make else. a lot of mint. My, um, my take on that is that it's hard to incorporate this flavor uh well that's fair because mint's such a strong flavor by itself mm-hmm. that if you throw it into something not enough will be lost mm-hmm. and too much of will it be will be shockingly overwhelming yeah. mm-hmm. my experience with mint has almost always been shockingly overwhelming okay. so like yeah and i've had the complete opposite that's so funny. where it's been like this is mint i wouldn't have known it was mint um maybe though the ones that i've had had more adjuncts in them that i you know those came through and the mint didn't have you ever had swans of lure i have i forgot about that one yeah see that one was very nicely balanced that was nicely Um, balanced yes swans of lure is like a mint milkshake that hot butcher comes out with Mm -hmm. um it's super yeah they didn't do it this Mm -mm. year because uh it was like right they were gonna brew it right when that like deep freeze happened and mm. there was a bunch of snow and then the truck like oh, delivery got delayed or something uh, so they couldn't make it yeah supply chain that was problems. the like yeah that stinks yeah I, I actually did look up mint beers there's quite a few of them mm. surprisingly um but yeah I, I i forgot about that one i did have that one that is not that one's actually very well balanced. It's not overpowering. It's not too little. It's like right in the in between. Yeah. You know, I think it's a milkshake, so I didn't like right away come to mind. Sure. Um, but this, the chocolate comes through. Definitely. It's not really a dark chocolate though. It's just kind of chocolate. Like I don't get a super bitter taste to it. It's like a thin mint. Yeah. Man. It I really mean, because is. thin mints are like that milky yeah. sweet chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like a semi-sweet chocolate, not a dark chocolate, right? not too sweet. Like. Yeah, this Doesn't is like a semi-sweet that, like, chocolate chip rich. with like an Andy's mint to it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm. That's dead on. Yeah. I agree. That aroma, though, is like right it's dead a, on. It's mint chocolate. Yeah. Like, right there. But That's, I think that the aroma almost comes on a little stronger than the actual taste. I was, I was actually just going to say that. Yeah. If anything is overpowering, it's the smell more so mm-hmm. than the taste. Mm-hmm. So you smell it and you're like, wow, this is going to be really like... It's going to be... Yeah. It's going to hit you. And then you taste it and you're like, it's actually nice because it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. It's a good balance. But the smell of it definitely is stronger, I feel like, than the taste yeah. is. This is actually pretty good. Like, I it's like it. It's different. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't drink a lot of this. No. So, I but split just, one yeah. of this the other day with actually two people. Yeah, I think my I could definitely do that. My friend visiting, and we were mm-hmm. hanging out, and we waited for my husband to get home mm-hmm. from work. And the three of us yeah. drank it. And I it was kind of just that. about right. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't, I, there's no way I could do 16 or even 12 of this. I feel like it was like what yeah. I poured is almost what I would drink at this point. So, yeah. yeah. Although I will say my friend that, um, shared it with mm-hmm. me, uh, went and bought 
a two pack oh. of it at Workforce and sent me a picture of like a full pint oh, wow. of it. Um, and she listens to the podcast, so she's going to know that I pointed that out. <laughs> I just thought that was a lot of a barrel aged beer to be like throwing yeah. back on your own. But I guarantee you she could handle it. <laughs> like, go her. <laughs> Props to her. Yeah. I, uh, it, you know, it, it's, I don't know what the ABV on this is. Um, um you know, I thought I looked the other day, but it's, it's not, um, I don't get a lot of burn to it. Like some no, bourbon barrel aged are like, you get a little bit of that alcohol burn to it. And maybe it's cause the mint, it almost is more like, that effervescent to it and not it maybe, yeah, it, maybe it covers it a little off bit. covers the verb yeah. yeah excuse me covers, covers the, the bourbon <laughs> it's got to be like 20 percent because of what i just did <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i can't yeah. i don't think it's on here you're gonna have to tell me what it is right. uh because yeah. i have searched everywhere in case they may have hidden it in a secret place <laughs> maybe i don't know but it's not in where i would think it would be which is with the description 11 and a half 11 and a half. Well, so that's, that's pretty that's, pretty decent. Yeah. That's a pretty solid. Yeah. Maybe it is ABV. like um maybe the mint does kind of offset a little bit because cuz it's not it's I don't not, get the burn. No, at all. No. I really don't. I get the mint, I get the chocolate. It's very well balanced. But I don't really I don't get that barrel no. burn at all. No. So, so in that respect, maybe it's a good maybe mint offsets that a little bit. I don't know. That's I really like mint. Um me That's too. The literal only plant that I can keep alive. I cannot. I think it's supposed to be pretty easy to keep alive, though. But yeah, clearly I can. Right. It's been sitting in my kitchen. I only use it for drinks. So oh, like, well. I literally am just keeping I mean, it alive for like to make my like Kentucky Mule. So oh, that's well, no complaints about that. So, I mean, but that's, that's a very reasonable right? way to. I think so. But that's pretty much the only plants that I can keep alive. I am not. I. I am also a not a gardener. Although I did. You remember when we talked about like. Uh, Oh, going over your, you know, like doing things that you, that are beyond your ability. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that topic? We were like uh, overextending, overextending yourself. yourself. <laughs> um, yes. Do you remember that? I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it in my head that I have this space in front of my house, and I pulled out all the bushes because I hated the specific bushes that were yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine has been very influential in like <laughs> encouraging me to plant like wildflowers oh, okay. in the spot, which I think would be very nice. And they're pretty low maintenance once okay. you kind of get them going, you know? Sure. So, because mm. I am, you know, <laughs> apparently really good at overextending myself <laughs> and getting in over my head, I just went and, like, bought a, like, huge collection of them oh, wow. that will be uh, ready for pickup on May 1st. Wow, all right. So we and can therefore, expect to uh, see yes. some some gardening from so Canada. there will be moments of gardening i will be required okay. to garden i did politely ask her if she would join me in kind of like preparing the area because yeah, i need to kind of turn and, some soil yeah. over and there's some like old landscape stuff there that needs to be kind of dug out which i would be happy to do the heavy lifting on sure. i just i need some guidance how, how do i like, get my plants to actually survive i because, just want them to live yeah. does yeah. she need to stop by every morning yeah. and what turn I, like a sprinkler on because or do i, I, I need yeah. to do that 
Like I definitely would need guidance. I'm yeah. not against it. I think they're very pretty. It's just I, it's not just, your area. It's totally it's not, not my your, area. That's okay. It's way over my head. I've decided I to yeah. make it my area all for right. some reason. Well, so you maybe know, you can learn from my Maybe experience. you can teach all of us. All mm-hmm. right. Well, Great. well, in a future episode. <laughs> we'll hit that one. Gardening. Definitely. I guarantee you this will come back. All right. Okay. We'll be waiting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we're wrapping up. So thank you, everyone. And uh, we'll continue drinking my Sleepy Bear. That sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Bye.